0: This is Let's See What Happens, a free-form discussion to talk about anything and everything. If you don't want to be offended, don't listen. If you do want to be offended, there's a good chance you will be. I hope you like this one. Let's see what happens. All right, uh, welcome back going to be doing WTF Wednesday episode number three. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, again, I've been getting good feedback, but I haven't been getting questions. So send in your questions. Uh, the best way is on Instagram. Let's see what happens on Instagram. It's literally when you type it in, it's like the first one that comes up. It's got the same logo as the podcast with the flying monkey smoking the cigar. So click on there, DM me, uh, send me messages, and if the question's not too absurd, I would be happy to answer it. Uh, some of my SWAT buddies did figure out how to message me, and some of the questions that I was sent, I cannot answer without losing my job. So, uh, I had to go through some of them and pick some good ones, but uh, interestingly enough, some of the questions that were asked were clearly from people that I know because they had some questions for my wife. And she uh, was kind enough to join me tonight and uh, answer some of these questions with me. How you doing, babe?
1: I am great.
0: Okay. (laughs) She's trying not to screw up, I think. But uh, I didn't get her, I didn't get her uh, drunk enough. She just got home from work. So she's only just started her first drink, so I should have got her a little more Don't tipsy. even know.
1: I've been drinking the whole time I've been teaching dance. Oh,
0: that's like, good. Teaching, oh, yeah. teaching our youth. Well, that's good because uh, some of these questions regard that. So uh, let's that get was a right joke, into by it. The way. Don't listen to her. She's a drunk. All right. So let's get right into it. Question number one How hard is it to be the only man in my house raising all girls? So obviously, this one's a little more for me. Uh, it's very hard <laughs> to be the only guy in my house. Uh, I think there's a lot of guys out there though that also have to deal with this, so I'm I'm not the only one. So I guess that makes it a little bit better, but uh yeah, it's tough. Um I think every guy that has kids kind of wishes they had a boy to do some boy stuff with, but uh my girls are great. I enjoy my girls. They're uh they're a blast. They are a handful and a pain in the butt. And I'm sure if I had boys, they would be the exact same way. Uh, maybe more so. I think there might be more trips to the ER if we had boys. Um, but, uh, the raising all girls thing, the only thing that is kind of right now, anyways, obviously when they get older, it'll probably be even more difficult. But, uh, the hardest part about right now is they aren't really, uh, now that they're getting a little older and kind of having their own personalities, they're pretty into dance and stuff with Sarah and a lot of girly stuff, which is understandable. They're not really into anything <laughs> that I'm into. So that's, that's probably the hardest part with Raising the Girls is, I mean, they'll do stuff that I want to do, you know, bike rides and things like that. But they're not like, I mean, I just was always playing Guns as a kid and running around and building forts and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that was just outside a lot. So they don't – they're not huge outside girls. They're more like their mom. They like to be inside. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe as they get older, one of them will see the light and not be as into dance and want to come do something with Dad. See the light? Well, you know, that there's there's other things out there.
1: I think that definitely – the twins would be interested in doing something else, just like Morgan was at their age. They kind of just do dance because I'm there, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But Morgan's been doing it so long now that it's very important to her, and she wants to do it. I think that the twins would easily—well, I say the twins, but really just the one—would do um, t-ball or soccer or jiu-jitsu or something like that. Right. It's just— Unless we there. had a private, you know, chauffeur. Yeah.
0: An au pair. Yeah, a nanny. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to be a, a yeah, nanny we would, for us we would love one, for free, preferably,
1: yeah, like like yeah. zero dollars.
0: That would be, that would be great. We'd We're be, really
1: fun to hang out with, so like that could be your form yeah. of payment. I mean,
0: you could live here with us, but there. I mean, you'd have to share a
1: room with Morgan, though.
0: Yeah. I, depending on how hot you are, you could share the room with us, too. I don't know. Yeah, that's that, true. Yeah. so could get,
1: like, a California king. We
0: just have a <laughs> king right now. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, obviously, uh, our oldest is eight, about to turn nine, and the twins are five. So, uh, I think we're about to start getting more difficult with how they're, uh, especially the oldest, like, with her mood swings and hormones and everything so i'm sure that that if we check back at a later date and when i'm asked how hard it is to be the only man in the house maybe when they're all cycling together i might have a very different answer but uh as of right now it's no more difficult i think than living with four other people would normally be whether they're guy or girl just because right now i can still kind of boss them around except for Sarah. She doesn't want me boss her around too much. No. She kind of... They're I'm all slobs. Boss. I will say that. That's the worst... You know what? That's the hardest part. They're all slobs. Yes.
1: So another time you lived with more than one woman was when we were in college and we yes. had a female roommate and that was also your complaint that we were slobs. Yeah. And I just think that... Women are slobs. Women are slobs. Yeah. Not everyone. Not every woman, but... We're just good at other things, you know? It's like, we live here, so it's a mess, because we literally are living here.
0: Shouldn't it be the other way around? Like, shouldn't it not be a mess because you live here?
1: I just think that if we left our house for a month, and nobody could, like, spill anything, or leave their shoes out, or, you know, I don't know. What else is a mess? I can't think of anything else. It's, you know, not that bad.
0: Uh, The laundry. But if we weren't the, here, the closets, then we couldn't the... make
1: a mess. But we are here. So it's a mess. Right. It's getting okay. better, though. Uh, don't you think it's better? No. It's better.
0: I just don't... I haven't been complaining as much. I've just been cleaning up everything. Oh,
1: I thought it was better because you weren't complaining.
0: No, I just realized it's like a losing battle. It's kind of like, you know, ISIS. They're never really gone, you know? Yeah. But But, uh, all right. I think we covered that. Let's move on to number two. This one was actually directed right for you. Uh, I think uh, it's because they know that uh, you used to be a teacher. Uh, Why don't, actually, why don't you explain what what you used to do, what you used to teach and your educational background? Just a little bit, don't get real detailed. Okay, well, (laughs)
1: that's great. So when I was growing up, I always wanted to be a teacher. So, and I always wanted to work with kids. So from, I don't know, age 13, I think I started working at a preschool and I never stopped working with kids since I was 13. So 33 now, it's been 20 years of working with kids and I always knew I wanted to be a public school teacher, just because, you know, that's all I really knew because I was in the public school system and I just wanted to do that. So after high school, went to college, did the college of education, loved it. In fact, many people say that, you know, I didn't learn anything in college that I do, you know, that I use with my career now. And I would always say, really? I did. Like I can, very vividly remember learning how to plan a thematic unit and you know learning how to really teach different things that I definitely used with my students after I left college, so that always surprised me like why would you not do the things that you learned in college when you get to your job, um, because I felt like my first year or two of teaching, I definitely applied what I learned in college, but then As the years went on, it became more about what they wanted you to teach, not so much what you wanted to do. So in the very beginning, it was like, I could pretty much do what I wanted to. And that doesn't mean that I set the curriculum or this, you know, it wasn't like, do whatever you want. But I definitely had more freedom in the way of like, okay, I have these kids that this is what you want them to be doing, but they could do that last year. So let's move on. Let's move ahead and try this. Like let well,
0: let me let me interrupt you. Okay. Let because you're kind of almost answering the question that uh, I didn't ask yet. What? So you went to the college of education, yeah. and then you did what? You, oh,
1: so then I started teaching. I taught at I don't know four different schools, I think, until. Oh god, I don't even know. It's been a long time.
0: Until a full time position became available and then you yeah, were so a full time teacher. So
1: for four years I was a permanent sub because there were quote unquote no jobs, yet there were jobs. So they just wanted to pay you as a sub but and you know, give you no benefits right. at all. Um so you had sub pay, but we all did it out of college because we were like well we want to get our foot in the door so i kind of thought it would be like maybe a year or two and i could kind of show my worth and then i would get hired but it took a lot longer than that so i kind of shuffled around from school to school for a while and then i finally was hired after four years of being a permanent sub and then i stayed at that school for four more years so i over those eight years i taught first grade second grade a couple times and fifth grade and then I had also done resource to every grade, K through five, for different things. So every year it was almost a different position, but the majority of my time was spent in second grade.
0: All right. So that being said, what do you think of the public school system?
1: Okay, so like I was saying, I...
0: I should, can, I should also include the... There's a follow-up question of... And how is it feeling, our children? Uh, So
1: okay. How much time do we have? Yeah. So. (laughs) So okay. Much time as much time as we need. When I first graduated from college and I started my first permanent sub job, it was in um, it was in the middle of the year because a teacher had moved, and I came in there and I kind of taught that year the same way I thought I would when I was in college and I would think about when I, you know, would have a class. And I felt like I, you know, I followed the curriculum that they wanted me to use and I did everything that I was supposed to do, but I had some freedom in that, you know, like if I didn't want to assign homework, I didn't really have to. If I felt like they needed to do homework, that was kind of my decision. Um, You know, there were just a lot of things that, I had some freedom with. If we were learning about the human body, I could I could do a hands-on project or I could do a PowerPoint or I could find some interactive website for them to use. I could pretty much do whatever I thought was best to teach them those standards for whatever it was that they were supposed to learn. But what started happening in like my 3rd and into my 4th year of teaching, I would get really excited about a way that I wanted to present material or different group activities that I thought were gonna be really cool, like a great way for them to understand. Um, I was all about differentiating. I would never, ever want someone to be bored. I never wanted any of my students to be doing something that was A, way over their head or B, they could do that three years ago. So it was a lot of work, but I would constantly kill myself to make sure that every minute of that school day, they were doing what they needed specifically. And what was starting to happen, and I'm thinking like, I'm awesome. Like, this is great. I'm doing everything that I should be doing for these kids. But what started happening was, Even though they were growing, it was like, no, you're not going to do it that way. You're going to do it like this. No, we we actually, there's a lot of studies that show that we're going to do it this way. And every year it just seemed like the freedoms were being more and more and more removed. And they really wanted the kids to be, you know, sit in your seat, do this, do it this way. And it just became, all the freedoms were removed from it and i felt like i couldn't really do what i felt was best for my students so
0: what else so how so, so how do you think it's failing our children like how do you think that the school system's failing our children because they're just showing like they're just saying like hey because i know you've you spoken to me before about how like especially towards the end when you were trying to get out It was like, I say trying to get out like it was an escape plan, but uh, it was kind of... It was a process. Well, it was a process. But I'm saying like the whole them making you guys focus on those, you know, the standardized tests and how like there was no real like, like you said, some kids didn't need this portion of third grade reading or second grade Mm -hmm. reading. They, They were far beyond that, but they were at a first grade level of math and like but they were like no just stu- study to st- get them the grades on this test and mm-hmm. get them better like why why do you think that that is like why do you think having been in the system for so long why do you think that they're doing it that way like what is causing them to do it that way
1: so i don't think that people really realize that the standards that Teachers are told they have to follow. We're not written by anyone that's ever set foot in a classroom. They're, first of all, written in a language that I still sometimes look at the standards and I'm like, what do they want them to do? So how is a child supposed to understand that standard if the teacher teachers, multiple teachers, are like, S- so what did that say? Because it's this very wordy, like, unnecessary, these unnecessary standards that were written by politicians. They were not written by anyone who's ever worked with children yet for some reason, that's what we have to use. And some of these standards, I mean, some of them it's like, okay, but they have them just, they're written in a way that, you know, when I was in third grade, that's what I would have done. But now those same exact standards are the first grade standards or even kindergarten standards. Like the things that they feel a five or a six-year-old should be able to do is just insane to me. And they're they're not developmentally appropriate at all. I feel like there are so many things that the kids would be able to pick up so quickly, if we threw it at them at an age where they were old enough to grasp it, and they're not getting it because they're just not deve- developmentally ready to get it, but we're making them get it earlier and earlier and earlier, which of course then comes with anxiety and, you know, them just not willing to put in the work because it's way too much work. And I get it. You're six years old. Like you don't want to sit in a desk and for seven hours. Right. I mean, the hand of a five-year-old is not even developed enough to hold a pencil. And we're making these kids write paragraphs in kindergarten. Yeah. They should not be doing that. They should be expressing that they understand something in a different way. Because you, once you take out the painfulness of like them doing things that they're not really ready to do they can show that they understand it in many other ways right so there's just there's it's such a flawed system
0: right so uh we uh started homeschooling our girls uh, we actually pulled our oldest out before covid ever happened like before like a lot of people kind of got like strong-armed into it because of the covid thing but we were lucky enough that we kind of had a jump on it we're also very lucky that you are is you know, you have a degree in education and you are such a good teacher and you're able to do that. But like now you're doing all three girls. Um, how besides the challenging part of them being our kids, how much better is it to be able to do like exactly, like exactly what you were talking about, where it's like, Being excited about like, hey, this is how we're going to do this. And this is how we're going to present that. And like, Mm -hmm. just like, so a lot of people are kind of stuck in the same boat that don't have the background that you do. How are like, how do you think like is the best way to go about it? Because a lot of people are probably doing exactly what happened that you're talking about where they're like, I guess I looked up the standards and I'll try to follow that. And then Mm -hmm. these people that aren't educators are like, what the hell does this mean? And they're probably thinking that they're dumb not even understanding it Mm -hmm. and in reality it's like maybe they're not that dumb maybe the standards are just that flawed Mm
1: -hmm. so it's funny because a lot of people say that you know good thing you have an educational background so that you can do this and I do think that a lot of things come easier to me because of that with homeschooling them but it also can be a curse too because I still have probably every other month I will go, I think they're behind. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm screwing them up, especially Morgan because she's in third grade. And I'm just like, maybe I'm not doing enough. And I go through this, like I said, every other month there's like something that just hits me and I'm like, I'm screwing it up. So then I'll go on my one of my many homeschool mom Facebook pages and I say exactly that. And I say, I think that I'm screwing her up. I'm going to print the standards again and blah, blah, blah. And I will get hundreds of comments from other moms. And they're like, no, stop, calm down. Like, you need to relax. This is part of your problem. Because Just let you... the
0: children express themselves.
1: Well, not even so much that. Because those moms, <laughs> I don't speak to those moms. That That's not, that I'm not about that. But I do think that because... For four years of college and eight years of teaching, you're looking at 12 years of this is how it's done. Plus, not to mention all the years that I spent in school. So, you're talking more than my freaking lifetime of, well, not more than my lifetime, but more and than 50% of my life. That's the teacher in her doing teacher, that math. Okay. No, but anyway, a large majority of my life, it's like, this is how it's done. And so it's very hard for me to let go of that, but I get so much reassurance from these other moms that have been doing it a lot longer than me. And they're like, you know, you don't have to lose sleep at night because your child doesn't do long division yet. Okay, well, why? Why shouldn't I be losing sleep that she can't do long division yet? Well, because. It's just like with anything else, what I've been doing with her is, okay, we try to do something like when we were learning money, this was like last year, which I felt she definitely should have had before I started homeschooling her, but she just really had a mental block with the value of the coins, adding the coins, obviously she couldn't add them because she couldn't remember how much they were worth. And so it was just one of those things that she just didn't get. And I said, you know what? Screw it. We'll come back to this later when you're ready. And I don't know. I waited probably three or four months. And I said, let's try this again. And I did it a different way. I got rid of the fake plastic coins. And we used real money. And it had a purpose. It was it attached to her chores. And she had to help me figure out, you know, we get to keep 40%. is going to go into our savings and 10% we're going to give. Um, So when it became real for her, she picked it right up and she had more time that now. Okay. Now she's ready. Same thing with time. She was behind with behind the curve with learning how to tell time. And I, it was one of those things that I said, you know what? We're just, we'll come back to this soon. And we did. And now she's got it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you can't do that in school because yeah. what happens is, okay, we're learning how to we're learning how to tell time. Um, we're just gonna learn hours and half hours. Okay, great. Well, let's say that the kid really just can't figure that out. Doesn't understand the concept of how many minutes are in an hour and how many minutes are, would be half of that. And they just they can't get past that initial mark. Well in three days we're moving on to quarters right quarter hours and then well i can't get that because i can't even get hour and half hour right well then in two more days now we're moving on to the five minute well what the hell is that i just and so it just yeah. keeps going
0: and Before that's how you know all these it, kids get they're behind. doing yeah. word
1: problems they're doing elapsed time there's word problems where the time kind of goes backwards like okay she was doing this for 15 minutes and this for 30 minutes and you know, this for 10 more minutes, what time did she start? And it's like, how are, how am I going to be able to answer that if I'm still struggling with the very first time you showed me a clock? Right. And so the beauty of homeschooling is that if I find that she's just really not ready for something, we'll come back to it. And every time we come back to it, she's good. Yeah. And then she's advanced in other things that... Is more fourth grade math well, like and look you I'll, can already do that.
0: I'll tell you what I so yesterday you had to go to a meeting and you gave me a honeydew list of schoolwork to do with Morgan and she one of the things was uh, multiplication on a whiteboard. Uh, I was corrected on that. I think I was calling a whiteboard. So one yeah. of the many things that one I of the say many wrong. Words wrong. But uh, anyways, uh, she was just not getting it she she actually cheated and used that multiplication like Oof. thing. And I came in, and was just sitting right next to her. I go, did you just use this? Cause I, I was you. impressed she got it all done. And I she's like, know. she goes, well, yeah, which good on her. You know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, but like <laughs> she got it. And I was like, well, no, like, so I erased them all and I was like, you do it. And she's like, I don't know any of these. I don't know. And I'm like, I know you like, I'm obviously not that involved because you are way better at it than me. And then it also seems like when I try to help, the girls get very distracted. Mm, so Because
1: you're the funny
0: guy. A funny guy. But uh, I just try to stay a little removed. Anyways, she was just not – like you said, she was not getting it. And this is obviously on a much shorter window of time. But I was like, all right, let's move on to the next thing on your list. And we went and did the flashcards, which – I had no idea what these things were because they were like symbols and like the a three was a butterfly and uh, the snowman was an eight and like all these things so like I would have to ask her I'd be like well what's this what's this and she would tell me because she would give me the answer she would just look at these pictures it was like hieroglyphics she would look at and she would say the answer she'd be like 32 28 blah 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 and I was like well, what's this one? And what's this one? And she would tell me and sure as shit, she was right. And she, I mean, she crushed like this stack of flashcards. And I was like, and there were probably like four or five of them that were like four or five of the problems that she said, she's like, I don't know these. I have no what idea how to do those. I know. that
1: they were the same. Right.
0: And I, assume, I go, okay, do you want to go try those again? And she knocked them out. And it's just, yeah. I think you being able to, like you said, not only just go back to it, but also like, look at it a different way. It's like not every kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: can look at especially and I'm I, obviously I don't have boys, but I know for a fact just from being a boy growing up like the standard of what school is now definitely a little bit more geared towards girls than boys cuz mm. boys cannot cannot sit still. Like mm-hmm. we have a we like even the twins right now, they they can't sit still. Like kids shouldn't have to and sit they don't still that have long. Have
1: to. That is. I want to talk about the symbols in a minute.
0: Well, let's move on. But this oh. is. We can yeah. come back. We'll do another podcast where we can talk about okay, all this. Okay. Because but this is supposed to be like a. We're supposed to be firing off these questions because okay. we're already at uh, almost the thirty-minute mark, and this whole thing was only supposed to be thirty minutes. So let's try to. Just okay. try to the knock this thing up, yeah talk anymore. yeah, come on, chatty, Cathy, all right, so <laughs> number number three, uh, what are your thoughts on recreational drug use, and would you let your kids use cannabis, so two parts to the question uh so as a law enforcement officer uh my thoughts are. When they say recreational drug use, I think of obviously marijuana right off the bat. But uh, other people might consider other drugs recreational. Um, Here's my thing, and I think I talked about this in the last one, is if you're not hurting anybody else, I don't care. I don't care if you want to smoke pot until, you know till the cows come home because it really, it doesn't affect me. It's when it starts affecting because I will tell you this, I, when we were in college, we had a lot of friends that did weed a lot. And, uh, you know, it was a, always a joke that like, you don't ever have to worry about, uh, a pothead getting into a traffic accident or something because they're so paranoid about getting in the car to go anywhere. They're not going to like, they're going to sit at the stop sign and be waiting for it to turn green. They're not going to be, you know, they're not driving crazy. They're more aware. So like, and as a cop, and I've said this many a times, I have never, ever, and the whole time I've been a cop fought someone who is only high on marijuana ever. I fought a lot of drunks and alcohol is completely legal if you're over the age of 21 Mm -hmm. and I, I just, I'm sorry, I personally, and uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but like the reality is is like that I know for a fact there are people out there that like recreationally use heroin. Like they are business people or cocaine. They can use those like they just have that control that that's that hey, that's their one vice. It's their one thing. They may do it on a weekend or their day off, or they, maybe they have a week off and they do it one time during that week off. And that's, that's enough to get them through for another eight, 10 months before they go on another vacation and then go, Hey, I'm gonna do a little bump of Coke or, Hey, I'm gonna, you know, shoot up heroin. I'm not encouraging anyone to do that. I'm just saying like recreational, I think of as, Hey, I'm doing it for fun. I'm not hurting anyone else. I'm not, I'm not robbing houses to get the money to pay for these drugs. These are, these are people that can afford their drugs. And like, and we were like, oh, well, what about drug dealers? Listen, they're providing, like, I, I go after those guys. Like I do, like we, we try to stop those guys. We try to catch those guys. But like, the reality is, is they're not, they're, they're just providing supply. They're not like, they didn't come up with this. They're not like, hey, do these do this new thing that I invented. No, they didn't do that. They're literally, most of them, and when I say most of them, any of them that I'm dealing with are the go-betweens. They're not even the ones that are the actual supplier of the drugs. They're just the middleman that's selling the drugs. So recreationally, I let's take away all the hard stuff and just say marijuana. I think it should be 100% legal, absolutely. It almost is. I don't even know why this is almost... I don't know what a lot of like potheads are going to talk about anymore when it is completely 100% legal for everywhere, for everybody, because like I'm with them. Like it doesn't hurt anybody. Like I actually think it's less detrimental to somebody to go, hey, uh, I'm going to smoke pot Friday night when I get off of work and then I'm going to have a nice actually, you know weekend where I get stuff done around my house and everything because i have real unwound and relaxed from the week Friday night and then guess what there's no hangover they're not you know they're not jonesing for more they're not freaking drinking and driving they're not doing any of that stuff and then they get their weekend and then guess what they go on Monday morning and they go back to work and then they get popped for a drug test for something they did for, like I I'm sorry I'm I I think that recreationally marijuana obviously should be Hundred percent. And as for other drugs, again, if you're not hurting anybody, I it doesn't. I could I could really care less. I mean, I'm going to enforce the law when I have to, if I catch someone with illegal narcotics. But I'm just saying, like, just like I've told countless people with weed, though, hey man, just do it at home. Don't drive around with it in your car, smoking in your car. Like that's. It's just, don't do that, you know? Like, that's stupid. So, I don't know. Do you have have any other thoughts on the recreational?
1: The only thing, I agree with everything you said. I just, it doesn't sit super well with me to think about people, you know, doing the harder stuff and that, well, it doesn't affect me. Well, if they don't leave their house, then, yeah, you're right. It doesn't affect you. But if they do leave their house, then it could affect
0: you. It could. And again, I mean, but but anything could. I was just going to say alcohol is the same right. exact way. Definitely, I mean, Alcohol is a drug. Alcohol is we, I, yeah. I would say if I could do a, and I'm sure there's a statistic out there based on the number of calls that we receive, how many of them actually have alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. I bet it's well, I bet it's well over 60% mm-hmm. involve alcohol in some way yeah so i i mean that that right there is something to consider you know so speaking I, of alcohol yeah, yeah you know gotta fill up
1: but, but i mean yeah i'm with you definitely on on everything you were saying about marijuana i mean i don't really see the big deal i think that in the next five to 10 years, we won't even have to talk about it anymore because like you said, it will be legal everywhere.
0: So let's assuming that day has come. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The second part of this question is, would you let your kids use cannabis?
1: I would love to know what age you're talking. Right. I I I was just going
0: to say, I'm not going to like give the twins like, you know, pot cookies on their, on their sixth birthday.
1: Please don't do that. Um, I definitely, I have a lot of friends who have older kids and they always say, you know, if, uh, if the kids are going to drink, they're going to drink at my house, you know, or if they're going to smoke pot, they're going to smoke pot at my house. And, you know, I definitely have mixed feelings about that because I don't ever want our kids when they're like in high school or even college well college, they're going to be doing their own thing anyway. So let's talk high school. You know, I... I would definitely love to say, like, I know what they're doing. I know how much they can handle. Right. I know the signs of, like, okay, she's had too much. Or, okay, like, she, you need to cut her off, whether we're talking about pot or alcohol. But I also just feel like my kids are never going to be my friends. So it's never going to be like a, you know, until they're adults, maybe, right. hopefully. I would love to be able to sit and drink with them when we're all, whenever he's yeah, grown. But exactly. it's like in high school, you're not my friend. Like, that's not really what I don't plan to be. That's because like that. you're a mean girl. Well, that's true. Be my <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I think that
0: I think if s- they
1: want to try it, I would much rather be there than not be there.
0: But I don't know. I think. So I, I'm very, I'm I'm with you, I'm conflicted on this because again, let's say we're talking high school and let's say we're, let's even say we're talking at the high end, let's say we're talking seniors, mm-hmm. all right? So they're about to leave for college, all My biggest problem is like, cause I don't have any experience really with marijuana besides seeing friends do it because I've, and nobody believes me when I say this, but I've never done it. And I regretfully so, especially <laughs> in college. I had more than enough opportunities I just never did. I had and I have no reason why I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. It's it's actually kind of it's crazy that I didn't. But that being said, I'm yeah, I'm done. But that being said is like they've I mean I've I've heard like people like Rogan who's a huge pothead, he's even expressed like the the problem is is like kids even at that age, like we're talking 17, 18 years old they're not even completely developed yet okay. mentally their their frontal lobe like their brain I mean, we're not even talking about maturity wise yeah. we're just talking about like their brain mm-hmm. isn't even completely developed yet now that you know people can throw in the argument like yeah but we'll get you know we'll give them a gun and send them off to war not fully developed yes i agree i'm not I'm not saying that I think like oh you can't have marijuana when you're eighteen i'm just I'm saying my only concern would be the fact that like just like with the drinking thing is like I I mean I drank I think the first time I ever drank was like when I was a senior in high school and what's the statute of limitations for this stuff I don't know if that's if I'll get in trouble for that but uh, I'm just saying like I, I obviously wasn't mature enough to handle that and I did I got hammered the first time I drank and had no idea how to handle that. Luckily, I had a buddy that didn't drink at all and he gave me a ride home and it was no big deal. And it wasn't a big deal. But like the other thing is if I had been drinking with grownups, we'll say my parents or whatever, you know, like, hey, let's sit here and have a drink. Would that make it different? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I think everybody's relationship with their parents is definitely different, but I don't know if... I don't know, man. It's hard to say for sure because I think kind of like we were talking about with the homeschool, though, is every kid's different. Mm -hmm. Like you and I, we know a couple kids that, you know, that you teach dance to that are so very mature that it's like if they're like, hey, can I like I just I I really want to try beer. Can I drink a couple beers with you and like sit with you and. Drink. I'm not talking about with me because that would be illegal, but I'm just saying like, I would have to, I'd have to be like, no, you can't do that. But I'm just saying like, as a parent, not as a cop, I'm saying like, if they're like, Hey, can I say, I think as a parent who has a very mature 18 year old that asks you that, like, Hey, I know I'm going to go to college next year. I don't want to be yeah, completely totally. like, I don't think your that, own that would...
1: kid, you're not implying
0: that. I right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, students. no, no. I'm not saying I'm sorry. That was a Yeah. That was a bad example. I meant like, just we know mature kids yeah, that kids like, if that I you. was their parent and they were like, Hey, I'm going to college next year. I'm a little nervous about the whole drinking thing and I don't want to not do it. But I also don't want to like go the complete opposite way. Like, I don't think that that would be a terrible thing. No,
1: I don't either. I might actually be like, hey, let's uh, have a few beers, see how you do. Because it would make me really nervous to send our daughter off to college. Right. And like, let's say they're She's a couple hours away. She's never felt... She's never yeah. been drunk before. Right. I mean, you could definitely do a lot of damage if you're, you know, an at- 18-year-old girl... You could definitely make a great deal of mistakes one night drinking. So I would probably love to know how she was going to handle that. And right.
0: Well, she, it would be good for her to know how to handle that. Right. Like to know the feeling of like, oh, okay, this is too much. Like, cause you know, you know better than most. Cause you know, you get, you get going and then all of a sudden that, that train is moving and then it's and then hopped the tracks just, and you're, uh, you know.
1: Hugging
0: that toilet. Yeah. Puking in a public bathroom. Nothing like that. Or
1: it. in your boot. You
0: yeah. Know, whatever it's, you got. No big deal. But uh, I don't know. Did we even answer the I I really don't know the answer to that question because I don't think kids should necessarily be allowed to do marijuana. I do think, I think 18, you're old enough to go to war, you're old enough to do marijuana. Mm-hmm. I think anything before that, though. Just hold off. Wait until you're at least old enough to frickin' vote and to do. Not that I agree with all that, but I'm just saying, like, just, just hold off because your brain's not even developed yet. You got enough shit to worry about. Don't worry about getting caught for doing something illegal. And if it's if it's eventually legal and you can buy pot cookies at Seven Eleven, and you don't have to be, you don't have to even show an ID to do it. Hey man, do it. Like I, I, I who am I to decide? I just think that. You know, I just thought of this though, is there's a lot of kids on freaking medicine and how much would that's, I mean, would it be better to maybe use marijuana for some of these kids with anxiety rather than, you know what I mean? So I don't know how much that's affecting, because the argument could be made, how much are these designer drugs affecting their brains? Yeah, long term. You know what I mean? So yeah. Man I don't know that's a that's a tricky one to answer. I really don't have a good answer for you i I think that uh, I think each kid's going to be individual, and you have to make that decision as a parent, mm-hmm. but uh as of right now, I would say no to all of our kids, but uh, that's just because i they're obviously so young. I have no idea like how they're going to be once they get a little bit older. They, I say a little bit older once they get much older. Mm-hmm. might be might be something to look at in the future. I have no idea. I don't know.
1: We don't know anything about parenting.
0: No. We Anyone just, that tries to tell you they do, they're full of shit. Yeah. We're all just flying by the seat of our pants.
1: Even the parents that have, like, grown kids who are very successful, they're not even allowed to be like, Oh, I did that because it yeah, might not have been it you might at not all.
0: Have, it might have been in lieu of you yeah, that they you are know. successful. It might be because in spite of you right. and in and, and spite of the... Right. Shitty parenting you exactly. did they got better. So yeah, that's a that's hard to say. I you know, I've always I kinda came up with this thing that and I've said it to you a bunch of times and I've told a bunch of people I said, I go, you know, I I think the unfortunately the only way you can gauge if you did good at parenting is if you parent uh is once you're you're not gonna know until your kids are grown. But the way you'll know best is if they can afford their own therapy because everybody's going to need Wait, therapy. Wait, do you say that? I do say that. I've
1: never heard you say that.
0: You're such a liar. You're so full of shit.
1: I mean, today I haven't heard you yeah, say it today. You're such a
0: smartass. All right, moving on. Next question. Uh, will you do DMT when you retire? So.
1: I'm that's assuming for that's me. for you because I don't even know that acronym at yeah. all.
0: Uh, what does DMT stand for?
1: Oh good, I'm not it's, alone. I mean,
0: I know what it is though. It's like a, it's basically like shrooms. It's basically a drug, a hallucinogen that makes you trip. So not yes, for me. 100%.
1: Oh my God. Yes. No, that is not for me. Yep.
0: I'm going to do, good for I'm going to do marijuana. I'm going to do DMT. I'm going to do shrooms. I'm going to do all of those for things. Maybe you
1: could figure out what it stands for before you oh, do it. God,
0: it stands for... Something (laughs) tryptamine. I know that die something methylene tryptamine. I don't know. It's I I don't know. I don't have my phone to look it up, but uh God dang it. I don't know.
1: Is it bothering you now?
0: It is bothering me, so thank you for that. But uh yes, to answer that question, short answer, yes, I will do that. I don't care. I'm gonna do I'm not gonna do I have no desire to do like heroin or cocaine or smoke crack, I'm I'm good on those, you but do uh meth,
1: let your teeth fall
0: out? No, I mean I already do that. How do you think I stay awake as much as I do? Oh, That's right. not hard. I can just make that in the is garage. that why you're skinny? Yeah, exactly. That's why my chest is wasting away. But uh all right. So yes, I will definitely do DMT when I retire. Um last one, I think you'll like this one. I already know the answer to this, but I have a follow up to it. Um if men have vasectomies for birth control reasons, why don't more women have their tubes tied?
1: We're doing this?:
0: I, This is not a question from me, mm-hmm. just so you know because your answer. OK, my answer is is I know for a fact that the reason that women don't have their tubes tied is it's a much more invasive surgery. It's not just a quick snip and burn and solder and whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. is they do to your your tubes are your vas different ends, but, uh, I'm pretty the, sure
1: that's just a male part.
0: Yeah. So when they do a woman, uh, woman, I know that they have to cut her open. They pull all our insides out. They tie like it's a whole process. And one of the reasons that mo- a lot of those women get their tubes tied is because they're getting a C-section. So all of those insides are already out. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of do it in one, mm-hmm. one time. Uh, so my, so that's pretty much the answer to that question is that's why more women don't do it. But I wanted to add something to this question because I thought it would be interesting. What if it was as easy as getting a vasectomy? Like let's say hypothetically they could do it just as easy as they could do a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that more women would just get it done? Yeah. Like, I mean like in lieu of birth control. Oh yeah! Like they would just get the. They just like yeah, just tie my tubes. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. Done. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, I think that some women get their tubes tied, you know, during birth of their not during birth, but when the birth process. is Not open. during birth.
0: It's okay. That's the medical way they do right, it. Right. Right. Oh. But. Push solder. Lot. Push solder. That would yeah.
1: be very counterproductive. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them do it cause it is easier. And a lot of doctors will ask you, like, if you have multiple kids, do you want to have any more kids after this? And if the answer is no, they're like, well, do you want me to tie your tubes while I'm in there? And I think a lot of women say no, be- just because it's such an emotional time when you're pregnant, when you're having a baby that it's hard to make that call for like the rest of your future, because you always in the back of your mind, because we're women and we're anxiety ridden, we're like, what if something happens to this baby and i think i'm done but you know i don't know because i just i you know because what if something happened and so they don't want to do it right then and there because it's not emotionally it's not a great time to make that call and like even when we had the twins that would have been a great time to do it but i couldn't make that decision i could barely name them so it's like, it's one of those things where I just felt like it was way too high of an emotion. but then if you time.
0: did, I'd still be just shooting ropes, you know? It yeah, wouldn't be like a bubble wand. What would on. be the point? I don't know. it just make me feel better.
1: I think you feel fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're fine. <laughs> uh, I guess. I just think that we go through all the things. Oh, like, no, no. We do I'm, it in I, all.
0: I, I, I get it. I'm just saying, that's why I... I read the question. I thought it was really funny that obviously whoever asked this didn't understand how that worked because I knew how it worked. And I was like, obviously that's why women don't. But, uh, yeah. I bet I, it was your
1: brother. I bet he asked that question.
0: I, I already <laughs> said that, uh, any questions asked, I am gonna let them remain anonymous. It so. just sounds like something
1: he would ask. You
0: know, I, I don't know. I, I, can't even recall who asked it so but uh yes um so that answers that question all right so we went a little long which isn't a big deal but we'll have to do another one where uh you can talk more and because uh, that you know especially about education you'll you'll you could go for I three know, hours by yourself yeah you i wouldn't fully
1: even... support it Pull your kids out of school and just do it yourself. It's some people better. don't have
0: some people don't have that option.
1: It's better work from home.
0: Mm, some people don't have that option either. Well, then. Keep Don't sending, complain. Yep. Keep sending, them. keep sending them.
1: Keep sending them.
0: Keep sending them. But all right. Well, thanks for coming on, babe, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. Please again hit me up on Instagram uh, or on whatever app you listen to this on, you can rate, review it, uh, feel free to write anything good or bad. And, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be getting another guest on here very soon. It's just been kind of chaotic here lately, but, uh, we'll make it happen. And if not, I'll still keep doing these, uh, WTF Wednesdays. So thank you everybody for listening and, uh, we'll talk to you next time.